sucks, huh? Hey everybody, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and like I said, I'm trying to be more consistent. So, here we are on this beautiful Wednesday, and guess what I just saw? As you may have not guessed from that little tidbit in the intro, it's Twister, a 1996 thriller movie by the director who did Speed and 1 and 2. Uh, two, I actually like it because I grew up on it, but, you know, whatever. Um, so it follows Bill and Joe Harding, who are advanced storm chasers, on the brink of divorce, but they must join together to create an advanced weather alert system by putting themselves in the crosshairs of extremely violent tornadoes. So, I don't know about you all, but I kind of grew up on this movie. I remember having it on VHS and watching it a ton as a kid. So this movie has a very soft spot, soft spot in my heart. Um, rewatching it, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, there's a bunch of random people that you've seen in this movie that you see in other movies. Um, Helen Hunt, uh, the rise, not the rise. This is probably her peak at this point because um, she was pretty much one of the queens of the '90s. Uh, Bill Paxton, a uh, slightly older Bill Paxton, opposed from uh, Predator 2, Aliens. Uh, you finally get him in this movie. He's a little bit older, a little bit more distinguished. Very good. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, you have Alan Ruck, who plays the best friend in Ferris Bueller. Um, you have Carrie El- Elwes. Elwes. Let's go with Elwes. Um you know, the general bad guy in most movies, uh, most fame, most recently, um, his most famous outing was as the mayor in, uh, Stranger Things 3, um, shocker, he plays the bad guy in that one, um, but yeah, you see a lot of very familiar faces, not so much famous, but people that have always come out in backgrounds of movies, but, I mean, for the most part, this movie has a really good cast. Um, the plot summary, uh, former storm chaser, now TV weatherman, Bill Harding, is trying to get his tornado hunter wife, Joe, played by Helen Hunt, and Bill Harding, played by Bill Paxton, to sign divorce papers so he can marry his new girlfriend. But Mother Nature, in the form of... A series of intense storms sweeping across Oklahoma has other plans. Soon the three have joined the team of storm chasers as they attempt to insert a revolutionary measuring device into the heart of several extremely violent tornadoes. So yes, let's get started. Um, This movie, you know, rewatching it um, in HD, I was like, this movie holds up really well. I'm curious to see if... Uh, they end up doing a 4K uh, release to this movie because, I mean, the HD version is very, very well, like, done. Uh, it holds up rather well. Um, I am very much enjoy uh, the movie. The movie is great from start to beginning. It starts off with uh, uh, this family getting bombarded with a tornado, and the, bo- the father gets 
uh, sucked out of the basement straight into the tornado and dies. And then we come to figure out that the person, the girl, the little girl in the, in the shot is young Helen Hunt. Uh, played, fun fact, by Alexa Peña Vega. And who's Alexa Peña Vega? She played, uh, she played the sister in Spy Kids, uh, most famously. Um, yeah, funny enough, like, I remember seeing her in Little Giants as well. I was like, holy shit, she's in this too? But yeah, uh, makes a random little cameo appearance. Um, so this movie, yeah, like I was saying, the, the visuals are really well done. Like, I really like how this movie looks. Um, the CGI works really well. Um, the action, the action points hit very well. Uh, the, the cast dynamic is also another great part of this movie. Um, the, after that scene, you see Bill Paxton's character and his girlfriend, uh, Melissa, who's played by Jamie Gertz, heading to a local site where he knows his former team of storm chasers is going to meet up, regroup, and get ready to go out on a storm chase. Um... So, it's funny because before this movie, there really wasn't any Storm Chaser movies. Uh, Storm Chasers were kind of just considered nerds who were adrenaline junkies and would just chase around uh, tornadoes. But in actuality, uh, they actually serve a bit of a purpose, mostly because they do go into storms directly and really put themselves in, in the risk of getting hurt, getting killed. Uh, for scientific purposes granted. I'm pretty sure they are adrenaline junkies. So let's not discount that right away but yeah um, The beginning you catch a, a slightly older bit Bill Paxton uh, in this movie and I have to say he really carries this movie really well along with Helen Hunt apparently there was some sort of feud going on between him and Helen Hunt during the filming of the movie, granted, I never really heard of that, so I'm just like, I wonder if that's true or not. I do know they did have a lot of problems with the director. Uh, the director was kind of a dick, uh, because he would, um, well, uh, for starters, he kind of blinded them temporarily for like a day or two by shining very bright lights into their eyes, and... <laughs> Uh, they, yeah, they had to wear protective sunglasses for a bit and, you know, use a lot of eye drops because, you know, acting, am I right? Um, but yeah, uh, apparently, yeah, he blinded them, didn't really give a shit if they got hurt or not. And it's funny because, uh, like in the movie that I just previously reviewed, uh, 10 years, uh, Bill Paxton, who has left the life of a storm chamber, Chaper, a storm chaser, um, he gets back into it rather quickly, uh, because when he gets there, he has one thing on his mind, one thing only, to get his ex-wife, played by Helen Hunt, to sign the divorce papers, and once he gets there, she starts telling him, like, oh, we finally finished that, uh, project that we were working on, it's this device that it will go into the middle of a tornado and send out sensors to be able to read a tornado to understand how it works, to understand its chemistry and things of that sort, and... 
pretty much right out of the gate, kind of forgets about the divorce and kind of just falls back in line to where he was before. Uh, but yeah, uh, the thing that I like about this movie is how, I mean, yeah, you never really saw um, Tornadoes as a villain uh, because that's pretty much what it is in the movie. Um, you get to see, like, Mother Nature as a villain. Granted, I think the movie Volcano had came out around this time or before. Um, but what's funny, well, you know, it's not funny. Uh, what's crazy is that the filming was actually pretty much delayed for a bit because at the time, there was an, o that was the time of the Oklahoma City uh, bombing at the Federal Building. And a lot of the crew went to the site to help the recovery efforts. Uh, so that's one thing that hurt the the filming. Another thing is that um, there was like some missteps in the filming. Like there's a explosion of an oil tanker that was mistimed and it wasn't caught on film. Uh, so he, the director didn't really tell the studios right away. And they reset the stunt and filmed it again. And apparently it cost them half a million dollars. So, yeah, you could tell that he probably got in trouble for doing that. Um, but, yeah, so, um, back to what I was saying. Uh, the movie starts off with that, and then a tornado pops up, and they get on their way. Uh, Bill Paxton falls in line because he forgot to ask her to sign the papers, and they end up going to chase a tornado. So what happens next is they run into Carrie El Elwes and his crew, who are basically dicks and are basically the the rich kids of Storm Chasers because they are trying to poach, uh, I guess, a tornado, which I don't really think you can do, but whatever. And you get to see a nice little blood feud between the two. That's always nice to see. Uh, but... Yeah, you get to see that little tidbit. Uh, you get to see uh, Bill Paxton. Uh, you get to see Helen Hunt uh, interact together as a former couple. Because of the, at this point in the movie, they are not really uh, together. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, I love in this movie because he's fucking hilarious. Um, as in that very little uh, brief intro to the podcast, you can tell his character is not that serious in this movie. Uh, but yeah, he's absolutely hilarious in this movie. Um, the cast plays a really good role, especially as the, as the team that, uh, that, you know, helps out Joe and helps out Bill. And for what they're there for, um, they do it well. There's no problems with it. Um, I loved it. Um, and it's funny because if you think about it, there hasn't been many tornado movies since this movie happened. Uh, you do see, like, tornadoes used in movies, like Day After Tomorrow, there's that sequence with the Cyclones in uh, Los Angeles. Um, the only other movie that I could think of is Into the Storm that came out, I don't know, maybe 2011, 2013, I think. And that movie kind of sucked, which is funny to say about an action movie about tornadoes. Um, but, yeah, in this movie, like, it's it's pretty funny how they are able to use a tornado as a villain <laughs> like some dark horse villain that apparently is attracted to to these people and it just kind of works uh, 
they go to several places in Oklahoma, and this is where the movie is supposed to be based off of the Tornado Alley, and it just kind of follows them around, and yeah, they kind of they kind of just fall in line with this evil uh, series of tornadoes that's kind of trying to kill them. Um, uh, apparently, this movie did a lot for the storm chasing community. They loved it so much that they even uh, when Bill Paxton passed away. Um, they actually choreographed 200 storm chasers to spell out BP with their GPS tracker blips on a radar to honor him. And it's crazy because this kind of tribute had only been done five times before that. And it was the first time that had been done for someone who wasn't even a storm chaser. So you could tell that this movie meant a lot to this particular group of, uh, uh, scientists let's go with scientists uh, let's give them that credit um, but yeah like this movie has a really niche following um granted i think this movie is fucking awesome it's definitely hits that genre spike uh in the in the late 90s of uh action films um if you think about it in the late 90s there was a bunch of films that had to do with natural disasters uh you had perfect storm you had volcano i believe volcano came out in the late 90s um you had armageddon you had uh the movie of morgan freeman that was opposite of armageddon um deep impact um which one else i don't want to see the core because I'm pretty sure the core came out in the 2000s. Um, but yes, okay, so Volcano came out in 1997. So again, it fits in with the whole narrative. Um, the core movie came out in 2003, so early 2000s. But I would say from the late 90s to the early 2000s, there was that stretch of natural disaster movies. Um, not so much in movies like um, Independence Day. That's not really a natural disaster movie. It's more of a sci-fi action movie. Um, but yeah, there is that little run of natural disaster movies in the early 2000s. Which I'm kind of curious as to why. I don't know if it was the, the falling back of action movies uh, with terrorists and such. Because of uh, uh, the 9-11 uh, bombings the 9-11 plane crash bombings um maybe that that's the that's what happened i think that is the case because i do know that because of that event because of the events on september 11th um there was a change in the movie industry where a lot of movies were delving more into the fantasy um stage because uh, people wanted to really forget about what had happened. Um, but yes, it just wouldn't have mattered because Twister came out in 96. So I could be talking out of my ass. Um, but yeah, uh, this movie has this really good pacing where they're going and chasing tornadoes. Um, and then kind of like going back and regrouping and things of that sort. And then going back and chasing tornadoes. Uh, personally, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when they go to uh, Joe's aunt's house and she makes them steak and eggs because it looks delicious. It looks so good. Oh my god, I want it. But um, yeah, so that's one of the, the parts. And then throughout the movie, you see 
the the deviation of Bill from his original goal of getting uh, Joe to sign the divorce papers to kind of falling back in love with Joe. And he kind of, you know, ditches his girlfriend, even though she breaks up with him. But, yeah, there is that. Um, another sequence that plays really well is the movie theater tornado attack. Um, so, there's a part in the movie where they go to a drive-in because it's right next to this hotel. And next thing you know, this tornado pops out and starts attacking this uh, drive-in while the movie The Shining is playing. And the only reason the movie was shining was playing is because this was a joint, uh, a joint feature between Universal and Warner Brothers, so they were allowed to use it. Um, but yeah, I would say that was probably my favorite one, aside from the last uh, bit where Joe and Bill finally perfect uh, the Dorothy system. That's the system they, that they want to use to figure out the trajectory of tornadoes. And, um, yeah, I would say that that scene is probably one of my favorites. Um, and then it would be that ending scene. But, yeah, uh, it's funny because as a kid, um, with my family, we had actually went to Universal Studios in Orlando. And in Orlando, uh, at that Universal Studios at the time, they had the, the Twister, uh, experience. It was like a... It was like a little action experience where they show like a house and what happens during a tornado and all that happening. Uh, they had an earthquake one too where it was like a subway and like water crashes in and uh, hits the subway train. Um, but yeah, like this, it just brings back memories of that uh, because I mean, I remember that super vividly. Um, and it's funny because this movie caused, along with some other movies, uh, cause these very rational fears, especially for kids. Um, I don't know about, I don't know about you all, but, uh, seeing quicksand in the movie, you're like, fuck, man, I have to deal with quicksand now? You're just walking, and you just think quicksand's gonna pop up? Like, if it's fucking everywhere, and it's not, oh, there's that. Uh, twisters, if you don't live in Oklahoma and the tornado belt, you're pretty much fine. Um, Titanic fucked me up because of uh not icebergs but just like the feel the fear of claustroph claustrophobia uh in like a trapped ship and everything's uh filling up with water. Uh, lots of irrational fears going through my head when I was a kid. Uh this movie definitely fucked me fucked me over in that department. Um <laughs> but yeah. Um, as far as this movie goes, it's rewatchable. Fuck yeah, this movie's rewatchable. This movie's really a fucking great movie. Um, has a lot of great little tidbits in here. Uh, one of the funniest ones is that there's a scene where Philip Seymour Hoffman is sitting on a lawn chair, and when he lifts his leg in the air because he's laughing, uh, his balls come out, uh, for like a split second. It was edited out of the DVD and VHS release, but it was leaked um online uh and yeah his balls came out it's hilarious uh but yeah like this movie it's just it's a really great action movie i would love to see it and 
I would love to see more people like this movie. Uh, I love to see this movie done more. So now I feel like these movies can make a comeback. Uh, I think the only bad thing is that I feel like CGI has gotten worse with these movies, and it's sad because like there's one scene in particular where like the cow uh, is flying across the screen, and yeah, the CGI doesn't look the greatest, but I mean it's still great scene. Fun fact about that scene: apparently that scene it was taken from from the movie Jumanji and it was edited from a zebra to a cow so there's that um but yeah just like a little bit of fun facts uh Steven Spielberg uh gave the idea to kill off the father in the opening scene um but because originally he was supposed to survive uh but you know what uh, it was actually shown to establish how dangerous tornadoes can be and um, used to set up Joe's obsession with tornadoes. One of the towns that you see in the movie, Wakita, where you see uh, Joe's aunt, actually created a Twister Museum to celebrate and pay tribute to the movie with memorabilia, including photos, movie posters, and a replica Dorothy machine. And it's funny because, uh, so they actually filmed in Oklahoma, um, and... <laughs> Since they're actually filming in Oklahoma, where tornadoes are very prevalent, prevalent, uh, where tornadoes are very easily uh, going to happen, uh, the winds in the movie weren't even done by the studio. It was just you know wind in Oklahoma, and you can see characters reacting to it genuinely because it's just happening, and um, you could tell like if the if the wind stops. It's usually a bad sign. And I would say the last fun fact that I have about this movie is that the role that Bill Paxton played was actually supposed to be played by Tom Hanks. Um, he read the lines of the cast and even chose the characters' wardrobes, which stayed in the final film, but dropped out of the pre-production and said, it wasn't what I was trying to do with my career at that time. It called for an eccentric man with southern flair, and that wasn't me. While on the set of Apollo 13, Hanks felt co-star Bill Paxton was perfect for the part in Twister, and he helped him get the part. Kurt Russell and Michael Keaton were other possible considerations. Which is crazy uh, that Tom Hanks, which I could see it because Tom Hanks was definitely the king of the 90s as far as film goes. Um, I thought he was pretty much amazing in films in the 90s, and so on and so forth. So for him to turn down the role and then give it to his co-star is genuinely one of the greatest things that he could do because he genuinely realized like ah this isn't for me but you know what this guy has that flair for it um but yeah that's pretty much it folks uh i just want to say like if you have an hbo max subscription it's on there give it a re give it a rewatch or watch it uh, for the first time it's a really great movie really great action movie um i'd highly recommend it uh but yes that is it everybody this is the Wednesday Rewind. Please check us out on Wednesdays and Saturdays where we put our new our new reviews, uh, things of that sort. Also, check us out on Apple, on Spotify, on Google, on iHeartRadio, on YouTube, pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast. And also check out the rollback.net where we have our written reviews. And yeah, that is it, everybody. This is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and this was your Wednesday Rewind. So let's cut this. B